0: A word before we dive into today's episode: the content is still not clean, and this one contains spoilers about the movie *Parasite* and also the Netflix show *The Circle*. In case you're worried about it, see you mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 takes all over the place?
0: takes all over the place? Takes all over the place. Yes.
1: takes all over the place? takes all over the place. takes all over the place. <laughs> that was perfect. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> Hi, gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick, and I never surpassed the second stage of Piaget's sensory motor development. I'm Julie, and Julie's our resident moo girl. When you can't woo, you moo. <laughs> and we're joined by the delightful and effervescent Emma. Hello.
2: <laughs> what do we talk about this week, Nick? Eh? Today we're talking about the circle. We deep dive on the circle.
1: Oh, so deep.
2: <laughs> we talked about parasites.
1: So good. It has to win
2: the Oscar. If it doesn't,
1: we riot as much as we can. We're very pacifists. We're very pacifists. The English, not so good, but parasites in Korean.
2: Uh, Nicole Kidman's hands.
1: If you haven't seen it, we'll link it in our blog. It is absolutely wild. We have a website.
2: What are things?
1: (laughs) We talk about Mitt Romney's show horse.
2: Um, Nick does a tutorial
1: on how to catfish. How to spot a catfish. How to spot a
2: catfish.
1: Honestly, you can, you can do with whatever you want with the advice, you know? We'll spot see. a catfish,
2: be a catfish.
1: Eat a catfish. It, it works for all kinds.
2: Well, we hope you enjoy this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Goddamn. The fucking circle. So, let's just dive in to the circle. <laughs> so, this week has been wild on so many different levels in the real world and so honestly i was excited about the prospect of fully disconnecting as i am want to do and what we hope this podcast is is just a disconnection to the horrors of daily life and you can just enter my our brains mine is just like a monkey with symbols clapping but like the nicole kidman clap from the oscars where her hands are just flanged out um and this show was a fucking wild ride like what the hell is this show
2: my, I just, I've heard great things about it. It was on Netflix. I'll go with it. So I just thought I'd give it a try. It took me six times to get through the first episode. Yeah. But a, several of my millennial friends have said it's amazing. So I was like, I'll just hang in there. Yeah. It's tiring. It's a lot of work. I hung in
1: there. And honestly, it is like, I don't do any of the Vanderpump Housewives or all I those, do yeah. trash
2: TV all day.
1: So I've never been into that particular subsection. I'm very much scripted comedy. Um, let's be honest. The circle is mostly scripted. Um, but I was fully invested and I got into it real hard, real fast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it is like pure trash, but so am I.
2: Okay. Can we just pull back for a minute and look at what it really is? It's people talking to a TV. It's like watching people talk on the phone Mm -hmm. or type an email. Yeah. That's a lot. And they're mostly talking to themselves. Yeah. (laughs) They're only talking to themselves.
1: They're in a room alone talking to themselves. Something that I honestly, it resonated with me pretty significantly. I was like, ooh, my life. Except they're talking to other people.
2: Are they? So who are your top characters? Who do you like the best?
1: Well, okay. So The Circle, if you haven't watched it, much like me and didn't do your homework for all of the previous episodes, I did take notes this time because I was prepared. Uh, side
2: note he watched two out of three recommended episodes (laughs) he watched two so two stars not four
1: okay but for my very low bar that I set for (laughs) myself I'm 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 sauntering right over like a show pony so proud of you like raclette wasn't that the name of like Mitt Romney's show horse (laughs)
2: The things that you know that I don't are many. I
1: don't even know that We're that's gonna true. We're going to have to check in the truth booth. Well, not Emma will hit that up with the truth booth.
2: it's you and not me. I still can't believe I called him Aaron <laughs> Menendez. Oh. I know. I can't
1: wait for the person you're going to misidentify this time. Oh.
2: You're going to call me Dick? <laughs> I might. Oh.
1: It is my dream. I was, like, I was like, are you going to? Please answer my memos that I keep slipping under your door.
2: Oh. So back to The Circle, which is filmed in England, by the way.
1: I think it's interesting that it's called The Circle because the first four contestants seemed like they did a line of cocaine before they <laughs> entered, and they were like, you know what I can do instead of having a personality? Shout everything with unnecessary vigor. So we're first introduced to Chris, um, the real-ass bitch in a fake-ass world. God damn.
2: He's a Christian crossdresser.
1: <laughs> Twist. It was an interesting... Um, Inauguration to the whole experience. You are shaking your head. You do not like Chris.
2: I do. I mean, he is likable, but he is generating memes and not having real conversation. And yeah. So Brother. meet Chris, who's older, I think, than most of the people and seems... He's 30, yes. ...worldly and, like, a stable adult in the room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he was interesting. Honestly, his hood spiritualist hustler did make me regurgitate some of my tiki masala that I was enjoying while mm-hmm. watching. That's um, an image that Emma does not quite like. So that was interesting. But Godfidence was also, was also a fun little thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, I <was> um <laughs> I <I'm> that. <just,
1: laughs> he was like... He it, says it
0: fast in his twang. But. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's Godfidence. Yeah. Um, so then we get Joey, the first Meathead bro. First of all, who does Joey remind you of from Gilmore Girls? I, I don't know. TJ. Doesn't he sound exactly oh, yes. like TJ? He
2: does. That's a good that's a good reference.
1: Dead ringer to TJ. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Oh my god. Sorry, I just choked my mind. He's somebody who photographs well but in real life not so much.
1: Because the circle is real. <laughs> He's our actual friend.
2: <laughs> In the photos that he posted on his album, I thought yeah. this that guy looks really attractive, but not the guy that's talking to me right now with his accent, then whatever.
1: Yeah. He does a he does a killer Robert De Niro impression, though. That was <laughs> impeccable. I was like, is this the Irishman? Did I click the wrong? thing? You know, no, he's an actor in real life. Is he? Yes. Robert De Niro? And,
2: and, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> and Joey. Both are actors.
0: Well,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they're all actors. Um so, do you want to give the spiel on Joey? What was your impression of that man?
2: Meathead, works out in the gym, has a lot of guy friends, loves his family. I don't know.
1: Yeah. He also says, in a very weird aside, I, I've i sent out dick pics, I'm guilty, sorry mom. One dick pic, which I could not find for anyone who's, who's curious. <laughs> I did scour the internet to find the dick pic. Could not. Just Still on the hunt. Just
2: because you brought it up or because you find him attractive?
1: If there's a... If there was a person that I have seen on TV that I can find a dick pic of them, I'll do it. And in the past, I've been quite successful.
2: How proud your family must be with that one.
1: I don't know that they listen to this, and I think that's for the best.
2: (laughs) Your sister's here.
1: Well, my sister's here. We're we're friends first.
2: Have you ever sent either of you a nudie picture? Mm -mm. Yes. (laughs) You've sent many dick pics?
1: Not like... I have a curated selection um, when it gets to that juncture in a conversation um, where it seems fruitful to present the fruit of my loom. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. I receive far more than I send out because Grinder is just like a I know, hot mess. Is nice. that good
2: or bad? I don't, I don't know. Like, is that something you're proud of? Or? It's
1: No, it's neither good nor bad. It's simply a fact. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and it's just, I mean, Grindr is just like incessant dicks all the time of people that you most of the time do not want to see.
2: So I know we're off topic, but if, if it's a great dick pic, but he's a butterface, like are you still going to go for it?
1: First of all, it is very difficult to have a good dick pic. <laughs>
2: well, what the fuck are you doing then looking at all these dick pics?
1: <laughs> they, I, it says said image. I don't know if it's a fun meme or if it's the genitalia. Often it's the genitalia. <laughs>
2: But would you, like someone you haven't really connected with, sure. be willing to have a meetup because of the great looking dick pic you got sent?
1: Well, we don't call them meetups. Um, <laughs> although, that's fun. Would you I go like have sex
2: it? with someone?
1: Based on a dick pic alone? Correct. No, no, no. I would. No, no, no. I. no, How, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> How dare you?
1: First of all, what a wild assertion that has no basis in reality. It was a
2: question. It was not an assertion.
1: Um We're trying to
2: understand it was an investigation.
1: <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I'm trying to think. So no, it's usually the people that you have a conversation with where there are no pictures of that ilk shared that you would go on a date with. And then from there you'll see where it goes. Yeah. So what happens with the
0: people that send you dick pics?
1: Usually they're gross. <laughs> they're V bad dick pics. You know they'll so do if the in thing in
0: general they don't produce even an interaction. What's the point?
1: Because dudes are fucking weird, and they just like to flaunt the dick pic, even when there's nothing to be proud of or flaunt. It's just like a Hail Mary pass, because it is Super Bowl Sunday when we're recording this, <laughs> where it's just like, dick pic. Well, there's always the ones where they take it from like a low angle between the legs <laughs> to make it seem bigger than it actually is. I
2: just choked a little bit. On yeah, that. okay. I'm sorry, went.
1: So anyway, Joey comes into the house... He's evidently never seen glasses or dishes before. What? Because he opens the fucking cabinet and he's like, glasses, dishes, my God. This place is amazing. So whatever amphetamines they jack them up on, they're excited about literally every minuscule object. Then we have Alana. How old is she? She is 25.
2: Good Lord.
1: And she's just like the perfect example of an attractive person who's never had to develop a personality. And then, stripped of the ability to converse with them, IRL, she has nothing more to give than hi, which is literally something she says. <laughs> so she's a wild ride.
2: You're in uh, at this point. Like, Alana comes in and you're like, this is it, I'm in the show.
1: No, no, it, no. It's not. When the first four come in, I'm like, holy fucking hell. What is this literal hell that I'm watching? Because <laughs> um, then we get Seaburn, aka Rebecca, our first catfish. Um, and he's also wild. First of all, Seaburn and Aunt Alana are, are just like we're dorks. We're like super attractive, but we're dorks. It's like it didn't work, and she's all that. It didn't work for Zoe Deschanel. Dork is not a personality trait.
2: No, and Seaburn is also using his girlfriend's pictures, which not just some random person or like a cousin. It's his girlfriend. It's weird. It's really weird. It's super
1: weird. Yeah.
2: It makes me uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, as it should. That whole th- I don't. Oh, whoa, whoa. Have you ever been catfished?
2: On what? What am I doing? I'm not talking to anybody online. No, I I walk up to people. I see them.
1: I thought this was an opportunity for us all to get to know each other better. <laughs> so I was asking a question to gain some insight into the world of Julie. Sue me.
2: I have never been catfished. Have you been catfished?
1: There are so many catfishes on Grindr. Never to the point where like I've fallen in love with someone because it's very easy to spot a catfish. And a lot of people they could come to my tutorial class on how to spot a catfish. First of all, I really like the
2: way you say tutorial.
1: Tutorial. It's so fun. Yeah, I
2: like
1: it. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, but I'm nope, beaming I'm right like now because I'm
2: like, oh my god, a compliment. I think that that should be something you offer tutorials on catfish.
1: Yeah, for a Patreon, it'll be uh, a few small installments of me giving like catfish classes. People would probably use it to catfish more effectively. That would be the dark side.
2: But what made him think that by being Rebecca, he would have a better chance of winning? He seems like a really likable person. Why would you do that?
1: I'm not sure. I don't quite get the mindset behind why people catfish. I think it's just, like, insecurity about themselves. But he seems fine, and he has a girlfriend who he's using. I would love it if there's, like, some sort of psychosis twist where Rebecca is not his girlfriend, that's just some random woman, and he is actually legitimately insane. He wears a onesie.
2: But that is true of um, Monica? Mo- Mo- what's her name? Who? Mercedes. Mercedes. Mercedes, Yeah. She's also catfishing, and that is not a person that she knows. Yeah. That is a rando person she picked up off the internet. She didn't know anything about her. They've since communicated. Have they? Yeah. I did a little. I was like. I did a little Googling today. Oh my God. (laughs) I learned a little on the Google.
1: (laughs) Are you Joey's mom?
2: (laughs) I was Jewish. His mom is Italian. Oh, right.
1: The inflections.
2: I mean, we've been through the accents. I'm pretty great at them.
1: You're amazing at the accents. You mean much better than I am, where I think I can only do them drunk, but that's just because I'm too drunk to realize that they're still absolutely terrible. How do you spot
0: a catfish?
1: Okay, so here are some helpful... Listen up. So here are some helpful hints. First of all, blurry photos tend to be immediate no-no. So, um, also, a lot of pictures that you could easily swipe from someone's Instagram where they're not selfies or something that you would post, red flag. Also, a profile that's too detailed, trying too hard, where you have all the stats filled in, you have something super lame and blase about, I'm just trying to meet nice people, or something. It's like, no one's on grinded for that. No one here is nice. And then, very rarely, I'm one of the few. <laughs> And then you can usually tell when it's just, like... You can also tell when there's, like, a very young catfish from, like, an older gentleman.
2: Because they talk about the Googles?
1: They talk about the Googles. Where it's, like, 1920 is their supposed catfish, and they are trying to utilize lingo that they think the youth uses, um, but the vernacular is all wrong. Like uh, Tiffany Pollard, she doesn't have the vernacular. She thinks oh. she possesses. You should link that to the... Because that is a... If you want to see the greatest takedown in the history of reality TV, it's Tiffany Pollard on Celebrity Big Brother.
2: Oh, amazing! Who takes her down?
1: She takes everyone down. Oh, okay. Specifically, this bitch, Gemma.
2: We're crossing into another reality. I know. Show. I'm
1: so sorry. We haven't
2: even gotten through the cast. I just have
1: sit. so many thoughts. Okay, Which so. I don't know
2: if we have to. But.
1: Next, we have Shoebomb, and oh. he was a fucking tonic. After the first four, it was like, goddamn, but Shoebomb.
2: Seems very genuine, dork, hanging out, a true dork, lives by himself, you yeah. know, playing games alone, but very sincere, very genuine. I liked him immediately.
1: He was super cute. I
2: figured he would be knocked out immediately, though.
1: Same. And I was like, this is the fucking twist. But, you know, it's sort of like these are all archetypes of standard people. You've got the pretty model. you got the meathead jock. You've got the homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> who loves Jesus. Who loves Jesus because we made him <laughs> unique. Um... We've got the catfish part, and then they've just blown them up into, like, these massive caricatures of themselves.
2: Well, yeah, and then at some point in comes Sammy, who is bisexual, works like with s- kids with autism... But then when they ask her if she's ever sent, like, a dick picker or whatever, any new she's like, no, I would never do that.
1: So, Sammy, for her, all I've written is dad ass, because she's V her ass, but she's also, I wrote autism spectrum bisexual.
2: <laughs> she's not on the autism spectrum. <laughs> she <laughs> works, she with works with children, <laughs> and she's getting her master's degree.
1: Could, was this from the Google, or do we find that out no, in later episodes? In she, says she says it.
0: She's often misunderstood.
1: Oh.
2: Could be the picture of her sitting on the toilet boat. Bed.
1: Mm-hmm. We're not sure. No. It's it's one of it's one of the three. It's real tough to say. I do like Sammy though. Sammy's a fun one.
2: Yeah, what is it? Why are you so drawn to her? I don't know. She just
1: is it uh, <laughs> I don't know, she's a very visceral enjoyment that I get from her presence. She seems to be chill. And I also like when there was like the skinny bitches chat, she was like, Oh no.
0: Yeah, the during the skinny vicious chat, she won me over.
1: Yeah. So that was V Solid. Then we got Antonio, who is a professional basketball player. In Europe! In Europe! <laughs> In Europe! It does not count. It does not count if you go to fucking Belgium and you do it. I think it
0: does count if you're getting
2: paid. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I'd just like to say that I'm. Pulled it up. Victor picture, and none of us are right. She's sitting on an ottoman in front of the bed. I was the
1: closest, though. That you looks like closest. a toilet. Okay.
2: And a boat. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> we thought it was either a boat, a bed, or a toilet. This
2: is a really unattractive picture of someone's crotch. It's very
0: bad. It's really bad. Is I'm it? Like, Do you remember Joey's reaction to it? He was like, eh. <laughs> I'm in.
2: I think she looks great there. Yeah, but you don't want to touch her or anything. Do either of you? No, but... I don't know. There's something like empirically beautiful about the female form, mm-hmm. and she is taking this from a really bad angle. Also, covering your face while showing your junk is very strange.
1: This is just what Alana warned about: women <laughs> fighting against women.
2: So Antonio is super boring.
1: He's super boring and super state and his entire personality is that he's a professional athlete in Europe. <laughs> like that's not real. Uh, Yeah, sure, you're getting paid for it, but you have to go to Europe. It's like Kim Kleister's husband went to Europe as a professional. She's a.
2: I know who Kim Kleister's is.
1: Love her. Obviously, I'm going to insert tennis wherever I can. Kim Kleister's. She
2: dated Lloyd Hewitt, Aaron Hewitt, somebody Hewitt.
1: Yes, something Hewitt, yeah. Australian. Leighton. Leighton Leighton Hewitt. Leighton Hewitt, yeah.
2: That does not go in the truth booth. We (laughs) have the answer. She did
1: it, she made it. That is not one of Julie's foibles. (laughs) It's the nickname I've given to you all.
2: Julie's foibles?
1: Julie's foibles, right? I was just curious about what accent you would use for that.
2: That's my favorite part. So is that everybody from the OG cast?
1: No. So there's also Karen.
2: Mercedes. Mercedes. Karen's
1: our second catfish, and Mercedes is her alter ego.
2: And you liked Karen the person.
1: I liked Karen first Because first of all, these fucking meth heads that first came in are just like, oh, Liam! But it's like, and Karen just felt like legitimately... This Why are you me jerking stabbing
2: myself with knives? It looked
1: like you were jerking off some udders. If you
2: think that my I was gonna <laughs> say, I don't have anything right here. Anyway, moving on.
1: Um are you we'll get into Parasite later.
2: Shocking look at the, shocking at the I know, order. it's like
1: they can't hear our facial expressions. So
2: Karen slash Mercedes.
1: She seems genuinely She seems genuinely excited to be there.
2: Does she? Or does she just know everything about everything because she knows? She knows. I knew you were going to say that, Nick. I knew it. I'm setting you up.
1: So, yeah, she seemed excited to be there, but she is also a catfish. She's a million, hundred, thousand percent lesbian, which is way more than Alana is, a hundred percent me. <100%. laughs> um, and she's not sexy 24 7. And that's my new grinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sexy 24 7 or ever. And I think you're just going to have to get used to it. First of all, the entire, the name Karen has just been ruined for this generation because it's synonymous with that person who goes up to him what? just the mere thought of a Karen makes my jowls. So Karen is the name that's given to people who are like, I want to speak to a manager, that type of Karen. It's just like, nothing's, nothing's,
2: you don't know that? I mean, I know Karen from Finance is my favorite drag queen name ever.
1: Uh, that is a great drag queen name and a great... <laughs> Please Alice.
2: welcome Karen from Finance. <laughs>
1: anyway, and in, in meme culture, Karen is just like the person who's triggered by everything and it's like, I need to speak to a manager. And I see Karens on a daily basis at the restaurant where I work.
2: Well, if you're a follower of dogs on Instagram, which I am, those women are called Susans.
1: So both names have been ruined. Okay. Well, yeah.
2: They're like, enough, Susan. Sure. Can I have a moment to myself here? Anyone else left in our group?
1: That's the core group.
2: Um, So Emma and I jumped both to the end. We both decided to (laughs) watch the finale episode. And the five OGs made it, which was great. So each week they rank each other, which who doesn't, right? And there was that great episode of Black Mirror.
1: Nosedive.
2: Nosedive. Is that because
1: I have a big nose? You're so mean to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Inside voices, outside voices. Got to figure out which one's which. Sure, sure. So that was an episode where you were being rated constantly in this woman's profile unreasonably plummeted so quickly she can't get gas, she can't get a job, she loses everything. So I love I love that feeling about it. But anyway, in the circle, you get to rank everybody each week and the top two become the influencers and then everyone else is on the chopping block. And you can block anybody you want to and that means they're kicked out. Yeah. And then a new crap of weirdos comes in.
1: Which was like, that was an, I didn't realize that that was going to be a thing and I felt that that was like an unnecessary twist.
2: I mean, it wants to be a big social experiment. I'm not sure what they're trying to say. I didn't learn anything except that I'm going to say his name wrong again. This a cute little guy. Shabam Shabom may have had a relationship and love with Rebecca, a.k.a. Seaburn. Yeah. And then when they meet Cat in real life, it's catfish. really uncomfortable. It's catfish. And yeah. He keeps, you know, oh my God, it's fine. I, I don't care. Oh, it's so great. I love it. And, you're, and he's like, am I gay? Okay. What happened? This is bad. I can't. What? What? What?
1: It's like me watching Victor Victoria. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Seabum does a really bad job of explaining why he did what he did. Yeah. And just...
1: What's his name? Shoe bomb
0: No. Seaburn. 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you say sebum? <laughs> He's the oil that collects in your pores that causes acne. Yeah.
0: With I, some catfish. They were able to establish connections by the end, which is, you know, great. And that seems to be the moral. But I just think it's obvi- it, like humans want to connect you put them in a situation where all connections are artificial and it's going to be harder, but they still wanted to connect.
2: I know, but is this 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 all prepping us for the WALL-E future that we're all headed for when we're not talking to people? We're living isolated. And you're like, oh, I remember this on the circle. It's not so bad. Circle, (laughs) message all the skinny bitches.
1: That's their actual tagline in the UK in the original running. I just felt like, first of all, it was a fun time, and I enjoyed it. Would I continue to watch it? No. Will I continue <laughs> to ask myself questions that I can easily answer? Yes. I have never been someone who like particularly enjoys the Vanderpumps or the Real Housewives. Love it,
2: but I love all that crap. I know you, you love so that. I expected to like this. Yeah. No, but I do think now it's time for me to reveal my um, fear of the world. Since seeing Wall-E, have you ever seen Wall-E?
1: Have I seen Wall-E? Yes.
2: So Wall-E. <laughs> ask Eva. myself another question. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you want to be alone? Do you want us to go so you can just Please. ask yourself questions?
1: I thought this was going to be like the circle, and I'd be in my own booth, and they would just splice you
2: in later. All right, I'm going to go. Message. Podcast team. <laughs> when I saw Wally, it totally freaked me out. I've never let it go, that we're just going to have a world full of garbage, and we won't be able to stay here, so we'll be living up in the spaceships, super chubby, lean back, watching TV with food in our mouths. I mean, it's kind of my dream come true. I but. was like,
1: honestly... <laughs>
2: but also a really big fear of mine. And then like, I'll be in target and I'll be like, everything in here is going to go in a landfill. We might as well just close it in on itself. So, you know, it has, it's true. Mm-hmm. Trying not to buy so much plastic. I'm trying to use a lot of glass. I'm trying not to use any, you know, it's tough, but that movie haunts me. Whoa. how do we get there? Mm-hmm. Well, I think when I said that, <laughs> I
0: mean, it's an important part of who you are. Oh, <laughs>
2: also that's what we're in training for, right? By watching the circle mm-hmm. that you are like, you'll be okay. You'll be isolated. We'll bring you cakes to decorate, and we'll just keep you entertained on this wheel until...
1: We'll bring you crafts from fucking Hobby Lobby, and everything will be fine. How geek they were for that I, play know, that was cute. You know, every time you
2: say the word crafts with such veracity, I love to craft.
1: I, does, I'm not demeaning crafts. I feel
2: like you are, Emma. Yes. That's Maybe enough. you're just
0: demeaning Hobby Lobby, which
1: is fair. I demeaning Hobby <laughs> Lobby. Well, they
2: don't support women's rights, they don't support gay rights. Mm-hmm. Hot take, gay take, don't go to Hobby Lobby. Don't
1: go to Hobby Lobby. If you respect yourself or anyone
2: else, please don't go to Hobby Lobby. You can
0: Lobby. do crafts, just not Hobby Lobby crafts.
2: Can we go to Chick-fil-A now, though? That is the question. I've been so no. anti-Chick-fil-A forever. They said they're no longer supporting. I don't believe that.
1: Okay. Simply because I'm not trusting. My Enneagram <laughs> number is a six. So I'm very loyal loyal to my close circle. Very much distrust people outside of my circle of trust. We're going to need Phil on,
2: like, a live rim shot for <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rim shot means something different where I come from.
2: Ba-dum-bum-ching. Grinder. Dick pics all day long.
1: Wow. <laughs> no, you were just giving us an insight into your brain where I have the Nicole Kidman clapping monkey. You have deep existential dread about the future of our Earth, which is fair. Most likely it's going to burn up way before the landfills, though.
2: So, we're supposed to be the light podcast and, I and we're being way down.
1: this is earned optimism because these are <laughs> our thoughts and so we squash them by abnegating affiliation with any yeah. outside people and sitting in our circle huts and watching the circle.
2: But I do have to say that as an experiment that we are all doing. Mm-hmm. I have come to look forward to spending time with both of you and us all sitting and laughing together and honestly If you said, we're gonna go out to dinner once a week, I would be like, ugh, it'd be like an obligation. I would dread it. But I am loving (laughs) laughing and sitting and spending time with you and said to both of you tonight, if for some reason we decided to stop doing this, we still need to get together, Mm -hmm. which is not normal for me.
1: Which is, honestly, if I had the capacity for tears, I'd be crying. (laughs) Um, But no, I genuinely love this and I genuinely love you. And you are an elusive, majestical individual.
2: I thought we were gonna go with elusive
1: chanteuse, for sure. You're an elusive Okay. I will also say about you, Julie, that you will swerve super far away from a compliment. We got into I'm five full minutes
2: right now. I'm fluff, fluff,
1: fluff. Well, you're fluffing me because that's part of your job.
0: <laughs> Incorrect.
1: No, no. <laughs> that's good because it also doubles as like the edit. <laughs>
2: singer from it. No, that's a singer from Eminem staying in for sure.
1: Um, did you watch Parasite? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why yes, I did. Think that. did oh you my
1: god, I did. I watched it again before we gathered here today.
2: What did you think of *Parasite*?
1: <laughs> I *Parasite* was amazing. Trick. *Parasite* was super fucking stunning. Amazing. Wow, that Lady Gaga gift. Unique. Never been done before. Italian. I am. Like it was so good. She's Italian. Did you not know that? She says it in every interview, I'm Are Italian. You
0: describing a whole gift. Yeah. Okay. So most of that was not from Parasite. No, no.
1: <laughs> Lady Gaga is not in Parasite. Although she would have killed it, she was <gasps> <been> amazing. amazing. <laughs> she would have actually killed people, probably.
2: Yeah. So I'm suggesting that Emma not watch it because <laughs> she said she doesn't like surprises and thrilling, and she wants to know the <laughs> end right away. And she doesn't <clears> like <throat> fun. She doesn't like humor. I don't. I don't find. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty scary for me. This is heart pounding oh my god I did hit the 10 second ahead button a couple of times because yeah. I just was your just, heart
1: pumping I
2: just well, I was freaking out and yeah. it was the morning and I just needed to stop and people are dying and it yeah. starts out it's a it's a class story about people who are living like poor in Korea and then super rich and then underground so it's really scary yeah and just sort of but no one is great you would think that the poor family is going to have really great moral values but you fucking hate them but they're not they're terrible yeah, And then the rich people are awful, and yes, they're out of touch, but they're not terrible people. Um, but this family is insidious. They just make their way parasitically into this family and take over their whole lives without them even knowing it. And it's awful. Movie. Awful.
1: It is. Very and that's his genius. All people are shitty. <laughs> there is a certain element of good, which is what we try to look for. And there's a certain element of sort of insidious deviousness that's, you know, part of all of us. That's a very Hume perspective where it's just like all people are inherently evil. I've been watching a lot of The Good Place. That's not something I know from actual school. (laughs) I once came into a lecture 10 minutes late and I was like, could I get the worksheet everyone's working on? They're like, you mean the exam? And I was like, sure. (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) Let's fucking do it. It was, because I watched it again before... We recorded this, and there's not a misstep anywhere. Everything was intentional. It was so beautifully constructed. The cinematography is absolutely gorgeous. The performances by all the actors are amazing.
2: Plus, everyone's real good looking.
1: Plus, you are super attractive.
2: <gasps> Bonus best sex scene ever. <laughs> Fully clothed, no, no nudity and no kissing. I didn't feel intimate at all. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought about
1: you. I thought about you the entire time. Bravo. Oh my god. It was okay. And there were people watching, but not in a creepy way. Oh,
2: that's right. So there's people, like, hiding under a, ta- a table, and then the sun is outside in a teepee. Have, was, this house is amazing, and they have a giant picture window that they, like, instead of having a television, they, like, look outside a lot, and the poor family is insidiously in the house when the rich family is out camping, and they're all sitting around having a conversation, drinking other people's... Alcohol and eating their food and breaking things and being horrible, but they're still looking out the picture window and it's raining. It's gorgeous. So, anyway, there's the poor family. They're super poor to start with. Uh, A friend comes over and says, I'm leaving town, leaving the country. You can come and be a tutor for this rich family. They're nice. It's great. The girl's a high school sophomore, but when she becomes university age, I'll ask her out officially. That's right. Frank. And so he goes and he takes the job and of course he becomes enamored with the 15 year old girl as well as she he, she is with him but instead of just like these people are living with stink bugs and they're folding pizza boxes for underground a living, underground he gets a job where they're gonna pay him well mm-hmm. like you're like you should be happy with that oh no let's start making ourselves part of their whole family and my sister will be the lying art therapist and then she leaves her underwear in the car to get the driver fired, gets her dad hired as the driver. Mm. They have a great housekeeper, although I don't know how we feel about her at the end, who seems to love all the dogs and the children. And <laughs>
1: children second.
2: They get well, the mother, when she becomes the housekeeper, shoves the dogs away. You're just like, Oh don't you didn't touch that dog like that. No. Right? Who likes people who are mean to dogs? Mm-mm. Certainly not Phil or Frank, but um so it's terrible.
1: It's I mean, all of it, and it's super beautifully done because there are moments that makes you, maybe not you, but most people feel sympathy for either side, like the poor people. Um,
2: I felt sympathy so for the poor people until okay. they started unnecessarily <laughs> taking jobs away from other people. Yeah, uh, murdering people. <laughs>
1: well, that was a that was a dark that was a dark point for sure. Um, that was less than ideal, certainly. I was still v pro like poor people through it all. I didn't, like, it was not warranted, really. Um, But it gets to the point where, yeah, when they're putting harm to other lower-class workers to take over and subsume their positions, it gets, I'm trying to work myself out of this. You can stack me with that fucking face.
2: (laughs) Hold on, let me look into the camera. (laughs) (laughs) That's a
1: red light. What are you supposed to do, not look at it like a moth to a flame?
2: So, in one scene there's a huge rainstorm which is why the family comes home from camping and they almost find all the horrible people there one housekeeper comes back oh it's so bad but so when they finally get to get out of there the floods have taken over their whole part of town and there's been a sewage explosion so their sub-basement apartment is now filled almost to the ceiling with sewage and the sister class act decides to sit on one of the exploding toilets and light up a cigarette. I she's already been shocked rolls. by electricity, so that was not smart.
1: No, she's just in it for the nicotine. I get it.
2: Then they end up spending the night in the gym with all the other people who have nowhere to live now. And then the next day, the sun comes out. The mom has had fantastic, fully clothed sex, and <laughs> she wants to throw her son a birthday party. And then, just fucking in. Sanity and the dad, oh what a good actor. He's disgusting. The poor dad, talk about needing a poor cleanser. I mean he's just filled with alcohol and anger and sadness. Yeah.
1: They're so good. It's every single moment of that film I was just like, Yes. But also, oh no, what's about to happen? (laughs) (laughs) I should really have a podcast separate from my film reactions. Yes.
2: Oh no. no. But like yes. How was it on the second viewing?
1: Um, still amazing. Yeah, it's like, obviously you don't have the um, same scares that you do. I mean, no, it was still, there, that scene where, you know, it was coming from the basement, that one dude, and that was still horrifying. Beautifully So shot. the
2: real housekeeper that they got rid of for no apparent reason other than to make the mom come in, there's a secret passageway to the, a real basement in the house that the parents don't know about. Like a bomb shelter-esque. Housekeeper was there when the architect made it. So her husband is in total gambling debt, so he's been living in this down the shining hallway forever. For what, three years, four years? Five Does he or know six. That his
0: wife got fired?
2: No. So she ends up not coming back for two weeks until they go camping to sneak back in. So he's been down there all by himself and he can't get out. Oh it's
1: awful so he's been starving. Because there was the typical trapdoor where he gets out of this sort of like subterranean maze is um, blockaded by some sort of obstruction, and so he's starving down there. We
2: call it a bookcase, but <laughs> <laughs> I even was going to say as like a winch that you can use, but it's on the outside. Uh-huh. I was going to say ladder, that I didn't even do that
1: because it wasn't illustrative.
2: <laughs> but he's down there sending Morse code
1: through the, the lights
2: to thank Mr. Park for letting them live there. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's dark. so twisted.
1: Yeah, you should. Like, going to watch it. You so. should go into it without any knowledge of what it is about to get the full effect. Obviously, you can't do that now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or anyone listening, so that's kind of like...
1: There's a spoiler alert. Everybody
2: go back in time.
1: <laughs> if only we could. We could prevent Wally. Maybe
2: in your opening... Oh. <laughs> Eva! <laughs> Wally! The scariest
1: part of that was how their, like, bones became so disconnected from the rest of them as they were getting fatter. I I don't
2: want to be a pile of goo. No, you're not a pile of goo. I do want you. to watch TV and eat all day, but I don't want to be a pile of goo. Take, Take me away. All right, so my embarrassing watch that I'm only bringing up because Emma and Nick were both excited Yeah, is Miz and the Misses? They just dropped the first season on Hulu because they started the second season on USA, which I would not allow myself to buy. <laughs> but if you ever watch The Real World, Back to the York. 100%, yeah. I've so everything. The Miz was on there. Yeah. I don't remember specifically anything except that he had a really good heart And he wanted to be a wrestler, and he seemed like a good guy. And none of that might be true.
1: Even better body.
2: Anyway, so (laughs) this show pops up. Hulu thinks I'll like it. Hulu's right. (laughs) So he married another professional wrestler, and she is from Canada, but French-speaking. And she's gorgeous and hilarious, and they, like, super love each other. Yeah. They do just nice things for each other. It's just great. Her mother lives with them. She's a train wreck. It's amazing. I love that. But they really love each other a lot. It's really sweet. So if you want to check out a couple episodes of that.
1: hundred like percent,
0: I Ace do. It's t and Coco. That's really what I got from that. Oh, show. I didn't watch
2: Ice-T and Coco. They love each other a lot. <laughs> they love each other a lot. Like,
0: you love each so much.
2: They really... It's, it's great. It's really
0: sweet. Yeah.
2: And even if it's scripted, you believe... Like I don't know what's going on. If they...
0: I mean, manufacture the these things. Yeah, the fact that they're able to like show that genuine love and connection and appreciation while also having to put personalities on display in, like for an audience is impressive.
2: Well, and for somebody to just, as an aside, say on the real world, I love wrestling, I love WWE, I want to be the Miz, blah, blah, blah. And become that. Anyway, now he's like a WWE superstar. Yeah. He's won like eight Intercontinental whatevers. It's so great. It's
1: like a European basketball player. That means nothing to me. But I loved him a lot.
2: Think of all the people in the real world who
1: I'm thinking about, like Eric right Neese
2: put out the grind video and he did like a, a decent workout video, which I did because I like to work out. By myself Didn't and he else. die too? No, he lives in Hawaii now and he's started his own religion that he is the Jesus of Truth. Booth that one, but I'm 99 percent sure.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that Jones sound tape.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I mean, but who else? Kevin from the first season is a writer for was a writer for Vibe, became famous like in that genre, but. Not many people come out of reality TV. That's their peak usually, yeah, right? Yeah. And here, this happened. This really good guy. So anyway, I'm surprised that you two were excited about the Miz. But <laughs>
1: no. you can always share that with us because we have it in common. I keep wanting to touch your hand. I
2: know. I was feeling shame about it. I said I'm not even going to bring it up because it's embarrassing. You no. we both were like the <gasps> Miz. He was
0: so cute.
2: And what's our other watch for next week?
1: We are going to be watching, thanks to our listener, Caitlin, for throwing out this suggestion, we will be watching Jojo Rabbit.
2: So it feels like, once again, something meaningful and dark, and then something ridiculous.
1: That's how you find balance in this world.
0: I think Jojo Rabbit is more ridiculous than, I mean, I think it's ridiculous with a heart.
1: Yeah, and who's the director? That's how I would describe Nick. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: That's my grinder profile.
1: (laughs) Ridiculous with a heart. With a heart. Ah. But
2: you should spell like ridiculous. No.
1: Oh, my God. I literally, I had a bit about, like, Hitchcock and how I like Hitchcock films in my bio once. I think it was, like, Hitchcock, humanities, homosexuality. Um, It might actually still be that. And (laughs) someone was once like, I want to hitch a ride on that cock. And I was like, have you seen Spellbound? It's a masterpiece. (laughs) It's so good. Also, like, sure, I guess.
0: You can take a ride. (laughs)
1: Like, oh, I like how I'm gonna have to clarify that. Yeah. Sexy. I do my best. Yeah, I know. You do great. You it's do great, been a long work. week. Yeah. Oh my god. How many spoons do we I've got like, I've got a handle <laughs> of a spoon. Oh. I was like, what are
2: spoons? Spoons. Honestly, once again, you two have given me spoons today, and I'm super grateful for that. And I have. Nothing tomorrow. I've scheduled... No, like, it's my only day off in, like, 15 days. Yeah. I'm not leaving the house. I'm on my way home. I'm going to get some groceries. I got shows to watch. Super excited. Just going to... Binge Isolate, hibernate, binge it. Did you ever... I have more I, touching.
1: Good I Lord. finally touched, <laughs> well, you. So well, you wouldn't give... you
2: fully clothed.
1: Well, I mean, my testicle <laughs> is falling out of the hole in my pants.
2: Would you like to put a little context around why your testicle's falling out? Not just because...
1: So, when I was at work today, I, this gentleman was signing his receipt so furiously that it flew out, and so, like, I lunged to grab it, and he was like, that's a great move, and I was like, it came at a cost, because <laughs> my pants had fully ripped, inner thigh, in an exposed region, um, and so I had to go full 90s grunge and wear a hoodie around my waist. Don't
2: you have aprons at your job?
1: I don't wear an apron. Are
0: you wearing underwear? Nope. Okay.
1: <laughs> These pants are too tight. It ruins the lines.
2: Well, it ruins something else (laughs) by being that tight.
1: Whatever smidge of like self-respect I have. How would you put a hoodie
2: on that covers the front of you?
1: Well, it wasn't the front initially. It's only when I'm sitting in this position that I'm (laughs) exposed.
0: So while standing, it's mostly the
1: the backle region.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, any other
0: takeaways?
2: (laughs) You got anything? I just told
1: you. I'm gonna take these pants and throw them away. It's my (laughs) takeaway. That's beyond fixing. They're
2: going to end up in
1: a landfill. Ollie! Do you want to repurpose them for a craft? Uh, Not with the ball touching. I guess that's probably a bad idea. I can remove that part of it. I'll wash them. (laughs) I'm excited to get back to a normal sleep schedule after the Australian Open. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm actually pretty into tennis. (laughs) And it's in Australia, so it's like 16 hours ahead. So I've been waking up or staying up to like 3.30 for the finals that is concluded and so I can with good conscience sleep normally I'm very excited to sleep all the time
2: you're really good at it right
1: I'm a good sleeper <laughs>
2: yeah
1: I'm a good sleeper I
2: rejoice in your good karma that's great
1: thank you and I'm, I'm a really happy sleeper. well I we bounce each other out you yin my yang for sure 100% <laughs> it
2: sounded dirty when you said it was ball out so
1: I didn't say like you yin my wang <laughs>
0: Right. That would have been dirty. Right that would have been
1: dirty. And I stopped myself from, for like three seconds from saying it. Um, I'm actually, I'm looking for a new show to watch. Again, if you have any suggestions. You have
2: a ton of homework. How's our Twitter account coming today? <laughs> so, before you ask for a third show, you could do first week's homework.
1: What was the first week? You know, Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Look forward to my all, n- all over the place. the place takes all over the place tweets all over the place tweets all, over the place. Tweets all
2: over the place. We could okay, but uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm only like harping on you about it because I can't even do it. So
1: I know, but you do your homework. You're a very good student.
2: <laughs> when we when we know better, we do better.
1: Okay, and with that, <laughs> we're signing off. Thanks for listening to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick. I'm Julie. And we wish you a spoonful rest of the week. We'll see you next time. And
2: that's Emma. Bye. Every week. I know. Every week. He just shifts into script mode and I'm not in the
0: script mode. Emma, no,
1: it's Emma. (laughs) Can that be that's a fun closing. Truth Truth. booth. Hey
0: everyone. Emma here in the Truth Booth. Nick said that Mitt Romney owns a show horse named Reclette. In fact, Ann Romney and Mitt own an Olympian dressage horse named Rafalka. Nick also quoted Hume via The Good Place, saying that all humans are inherently evil. Uh, In fact, Hume says our thinking and actions are a product of our passions and sentiment, not our reason. And these passions produce both good and evil in each of us. We are nothing more or less than human. And South Korea's plastic surgery boom is very real. Currently, it's considered a capital of sorts, boasting the highest number of cosmetic procedures per capita in the world.
2: Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland,
0: and Emma Cotter.
2: With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And Frank! (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! (laughs) We love you, Frank.